Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Daily Roundup on this, a Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. I'm David Menzies and my co-host, well, let me tell you a little bit about my co-host. Do you know, folks, that today is World Compliment Day? It is celebrated to spread joy through simple verbal affirmations of appreciation. And I want to give my friend a compliment. I really, really do, but... You know how things are with HR these days, folks, so I dare not. She is the she-devil with a spatula. She is the Khaleesi of BC. She is Drea Humphrey. How are you there, Drea? I'm good. I always love your intro, and I don't know if HR is doing the best with you. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It was good. Yeah, it's good. I didn't know it was compliment day, so I'm going to have to remember that. What kind of compliment would you give me, Drea, on World you, Day? You know what? You were and still are my favorite rebel even before i was a rebel so that's Holy my compliment <laughs> wow, forget about world compliment day i think i just heard the christmas miracle that's incredible <laughs> and for you you know what i'm gonna break my um spidey senses warning of not saying anything nice to a co-worker i'm gonna break that rule you know drea i have aside from your excellent journalism of course i have always loved your voice i think a Aww. second career waits for you as a narrator of those audiobooks you know it it is just nice. so nice so reassuring actually you know what maybe you better not do an audiobook cuz i might fall asleep at the wheel and just drift <laughs> off and then go off a bridge or something but no you do have a a, a wonderful voice so thank, so thank you. you i've had the odd email asking me if i took voice lessons and the answer is no <laughs> So, there you go, you another potential career. So, Drea, um, before we move on, a packed sausage as always. Uh, mm -hmm. I think this is the part where you uh, tell people what we're ostensibly trying to do here in this next hour. Right. So this is the daily roundup live that we do to bring you the news as it comes. We talk through it and you have an opportunity to talk through it with us so others can join in. And to do that, you can do a live chat either at Rumble or Odyssey. If you go to those sites, you can connect with us. And even if you make a $5 or more donation, we make an effort to read that, get your input and make you part of the show. But that donation also goes to support our independent journalism. It keeps Rebel News around for all who want to know the other side of the story. So check us out on Rumble and Odyssey. Indeed. And of course, we do depend on uh, the donations and the generosity of our viewers. Uh, yeah. Drea, you know, I always I get some perverse amusement from our haters. Oh, there goes Rebel News begging, uh, like as opposed yeah. to what? Directly deducting it from your bank accounts like yeah. the mainstream media does. Exactly. We just ask if you say yes, we love you. And if you don't, we still love you. You get most yeah. of the content for free. So I think really it is the most honest way of mm -hmm. asking for money as opposed to uh, getting uh, the Trudeau liberals to, uh, you know, do the uh, Rogers negative option billing out of your bank account. It's actually worse than negative option billing because back then when Rogers tried that, selling you TV stations you didn't want, you could actually option out. Uh, mm -hmm. Here, mm -hmm. no, 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 you you're optioned in and there is no way out. <laughs> so there you go. Exactly. Well, Drea, uh, you know, there was a song in the early 80s by a band, an English band, I believe, called China Crisis. Uh, I think mm. my favorite song of theirs was Working with uh, Fire and Steel. And wow, here we are in 2023. 
You talk about a China crisis. Indeed, this thing about interference in our elections, uh, it is just getting worse and worse. Um, more evidence is mounting from, I would argue, a very good source, CSIS. Mm -hmm. And yet- It's a pretty good source. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And yet, what is absolutely appalling to me, Drea, is how blackface is once again, of all people, playing the race card. You know, talking about anti-Asian hate. Let me tell you yeah, something. Of course. I listened to an interview. It was our friend Ross McLean, former Toronto police officer. And his speculation, and I totally agree with this, is that whoever that CSIS agent was, that is the whistleblower, he or she is most likely Chinese or at least Asian because you would Many need times. to be able yeah. to speak and hear, you know, and understand rather and write Mandarin, especially if you're doing wiretapping, if this is the, you know, the way you're getting this information. So is, um, you know, Blackface McGroper saying that a Chinese CSIS agent potentially is a racist against uh, his or her own ethnicity? I mean, that doesn't make sense, but that that's besides the point. This, Drea, this has to be investigated. Oh, yeah, it definitely has to be investigated. And you're right about that. Many of the Canadians that came here came from China. A lot of them came here because they wanted to get away from the government there. Exactly. So a lot of them are very aware of this and they themselves want answers. I've seen them on social media saying, hey, this isn't racism. I'm Chinese. I want answers. I want to know about this. But it's not surprising Trudeau goes for that card. And he also went for the COVID card. These are two things that have worked in his favor because he said, you know, oh, through the pandemic, this type of, you know, race, uh, racism against Chinese people has been in heightened. So he went to the two go-tos to try to gloss over this, but it absolutely needs to be investigated, especially since in a couple of years, we're going to have another election. We have to understand what's going on here. Drea, um, going back to the COVID card, I haven't paid much attention to that. Uh, I did not come across any kind of racism against Chinese people uh, due to COVID-19. Yes, it originated out of China. Yes, there is mounting evidence that indicates mm -hmm. that the um, Institute of Virology in Wuhan either had an accident or deliberately released this virus. But the point is, the biggest victims of the mandarins in Beijing with the Chinese Communist Party are the people of China itself who have their rights and freedoms abridged. The idea, you know, this preposterous idea that somebody in another country would see someone uh, who's Chinese or Asian and go, oh, I'm gonna take a shot against the coronavirus. I'm gonna, you know, give this guy a punch. It's absolutely preposterous. So what data, what evidence was Blackface relying on to make that case? Well, and not only that, if there was one person who said a racial slur at that time, of course, that's racism. That doesn't mean it was more than before. And I was one of those people who was terrified of COVID in January 2020. I was wearing N95s in the grocery store. It would just be me and like one other Asian person. I'm like, yeah, I see you. And I would get moths 
and grown men would come up to me and cough on me as a joke because they thought I was like insane. And so I did see things like that where it was Asian people wearing a mask, I guess too early uh, for the norm and they were getting sort of teased and mocked and that's not okay, but it doesn't mean it's a racist thing. It's just an ignorance thing, right? So um, yeah, I think when most of the politicians in Canada are going at the Asian hate, they tend to point at the United States, things that are happening there as well. Um, so there's that. Well, you know what? I, did I hear you right that you said some people would come up to you and cough or pretend yeah. to cough? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's borderline assault, if you ask me. I yeah. mean, my attitude would matter. But it wasn't because I was black. It was because I was wearing a mask. I realized that. It wasn't it, socially normal. Well, yeah. to me, that doesn't matter. Uh, who yeah. You don't want anyone coming up to you, uh, even no. in non-COVID times. I don't want to get the cold or the flu, yeah. right? You yeah. know? So no, uh, I'm gross. sorry that happened to you, Drea. But again, you know, uh, when you think of the fundamental building blocks of a nation, two spring to mind, both of which are under attack in my book. One is uh, border sovereignty. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't have that now. Uh, hashtag welcome to Canada. And uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, they are coming in by the thousands via Roxham Road. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, blackface is playing up this idea that, oh, there's nothing we can do with the um, third safe party agreement. Oh, actually, there is. This is the biggest lie of all, by the way, Drea. You can mm -hmm. build a wall or a fence. You don't have to let them in. This idea that it has to be renegotiated. No, it does not. So there's that. And secondly, is the integrity of our elections. When I go out, when you go out and our viewers go out on election day and we cast our ballot, we are counting on a fair game. We don't want the fix being in for anyone. And the idea that the 2019 and the 2021 mm -hmm. elections could have been influenced by a dictatorship, which by the way, blackface has great admiration for. He said that some eight or nine years ago. <laughs> that is chilling to me. And I think, Drea, this is Watergate on steroids if this is the case. Well, there's allegations are quite, I mean, from anything from people being bust over there to having who to vote for written on their arm. I mean, these allegations are intense. I think um, Dr. Leslie Lewis did a tweet that just kind of shows screenshot of the legacy media sort of talking about these issues. It really is another scandal. It leaves you asking how many scandals will it take? <laughs> Does it take for a prime minister to get out? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. But yeah, to gloss over this, so you've got some of the headlines there that have been going on. People want answers. Um, one of the things I was, uh, I, I actually wasn't aware of until reading through some of this is that uh, Non-Canadians can vote in the Liberal Party. Maybe that's the same for the Conservatives, too, as long as they live in that riding. I was not aware of that as well. So apparently there was international, allegedly international students coming and being told, if you want to, you know, stand up for your country, you need to do this here. And again, whether the whether you are pro-CCP um, or against it, if you are an international student from there, you don't want to rock the boat. Right. You if you are against the CCP, that's scary, too. You might want to get on that bus and vote for who your government's basically telling you to do vote for. 
Yeah, and don't forget, Drea, um, the Chinese have an enforcement arm here. We have police mm -hmm. stations. I, I just imagine that. There's another pillar of our democracy. Can you imagine another no. nation's police force uh, being at play? And as I understand it from the people I talk to, they don't go around armed, but if there's anyone making too much of a rumbling against the regime in Beijing, you mm. know, they do the, you know, uh, hi, we understand you've got friends and family back in China. We'd be monitoring your social media. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, it might be that we're going to have to ask you to fly back to answer for this or else, you know, they right. leave it up in the air. This is appalling. This is actually yeah. apparently happening in Canada. And Let's talk about that Dr. Leslin Lewis uh, shopping list of what CISA's <laughs> uncovered, Drea. Oh, here's a beautiful, oh, not, nothing fishy here, uh, my friend. In 2014, the government of China sponsored a $1 million donation yeah. to the Pierre Trudeau Foundation. Are wow. you kidding me? That, that says it all right there. Oh, that's, yeah. That's enough right there. Do you think and that the might other be... question, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Drea, please. Well, I was just going to say, like, the other question is, CSIS has known this this whole time, and we're just finding out now from a whistleblower? Like, what's up with that? You know what? Uh, you're bang on with any kind of, um, I guess, conspiracy theory that does come true when you unravel it. Mm -hmm. It all comes down to who knew what when. And as right. a matter of fact, when I was at Nathan Phillips Square on Friday, when I got to, you know, yell my questions at Trudeau, not because I'm mad at him. Well, I am mad at him, but <laughs> it's because he's always a moving target it's, running away right. and I have to make sure he hears me. The question was, um, how long did you know about Chinese interference in our elections? And secondly, mm -hmm. and probably the biggest question of all, Drea, mm -hmm. were you complicit in that interference? Mm -hmm. Because why wouldn't he be? What was course, the goal yeah. of the Communist Party of China? It was A, to uh, get uh, conservative candidates, MPs, unelected because right. they had unfavorable views to the regime. And according uh, to the party, uh, nine MPs lost their seats, nine conservative mm -hmm. MPs due to that. And B, it was to um, give the Justin Trudeau Liberals, another minority government. You know, that, and that, to me, that is so fascinating. Not a majority government. Yeah, Trudeau's their man, but, you know, <laughs> they want to keep their dog on a short leash, yeah. right? You yeah. know, they don't want them get going off the reservation uh, because maybe the Chinese can then meddle and get another snap election in play. This is uh, despicable. And uh, so, those are the biggest questions to be asked if we ever have any kind of investigation. But, oh, no, for blackface, uh, this is all about anti-Asian hatred. Uh, this is uh, there's nothing to see here. All the results are, are fine. Drea, I'm not buying it. No. And I think more and more Canadians are not buying it, too. So perhaps this is a blessing in the end when it comes to next election time. Indeed. In fact, we might even have the results of a survey. I'll, I'll throw to it uh, after our first ad break, uh, because uh, more and more Canadians, uh, they're not convinced everything is fair and square come Election Day. Uh, and this, to me, is uh, gasoline on the fire, uh, to say the least. So why don't we uh, throw to our ad and we'll see if we can dig up 
uh, the latest survey of what Canadians have to say about our federal elections. I am speaking to you at a moment of grave crisis, when violent and fanatical men are attempting to destroy the unity and the freedom of Canada. But after weeks of dangerous and unlawful activities, after weeks of people being harassed in their neighborhoods and small businesses forced to close, democracy flourishes in Canada. We don't always agree, and that's okay. Because individual liberty is cherished in Canada. Our government will always defend freedom of expression and freedom of peaceful assembly. It has now been demonstrated to us by a few misguided persons. After evidence of increased ideologically motivated violent extremism activity across the country. Just how fragile a democratic society can be. It became clear that local and provincial authorities needed more tools to restore order and keep people safe. These are matters of the utmost gravity, and I want to tell you what the government is doing to deal with them. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. The public's legitimate right to know why the government proclaimed an emergency and whether the actions it took were appropriate. It is our view that there was no justification whatsoever to invoke the Emergencies Act. This is so tough to watch. There's no reason for that. They were literally running the horses through the crowd. The police came straight to me and he targeted me and he, he, he took his gun of tear gas and he actually shot me directly in my legs. Was it worth invoking the Emergencies Act, ma'am, to trample on the rights and freedoms of Canadians? Why do you think excessive honking means means that the government should strip citizens away from their rights. Our next and final witness is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Order a lot. Yes, and um, sorry, I was distracted there. I was just dreaming of the idea of Trudeau on trial as in a real <laughs> criminal trial. <laughs> and yeah. I went into this fantasy world um, and uh, we could only hope, can't we? But as I um, mentioned, Drea, let's take a look at the um, Angus Reid Institute uh, poll. Uh, this doesn't look good for the Trudeau liberals. No. Nope. Two in three Canadians believe Beijing did attempt election interference. There you have it. Two-thirds of the country mm -hmm. are saying uh, something is fishy here. Something stinks to high hell. Um, mm -hmm. Wouldn't you think that would, like, let's put it this way. If Trudeau is right that there was no interference or the Chinese right. tried to interfere but weren't successful, okay, then let's put the conspiracies to rest, shall we? Let's have that investigation. And as Clara Peller yeah. uh, used to say, where's the beef? Well, let him show us the beef. But I think there's something there, Drea. Yeah, what do you have to hide? I mean, and I think the narrative is shifting away from there was no uh, election interference. I think it is there, but they're saying, but it wasn't enough to really like do anything. And it basically did nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what he's trying to say. But you're right. 
we've got to do this and the MPs, they need to push for it. And I'm interested to see how the um, NDP MPs are handling this. How much do they want to know about this? Really, everybody should be on board demanding that. Um, but these are great odds. I'm, I'm glad to see this, that that many people are thinking this way, because it also means they're realizing that Prime Minister Trudeau is full of hot air when he continues to say nothing is happening here over and over. And you've got uh, that percentage of Canadians not believing a word what he says. That's a good thing for Canada. Oh, Andrea, given that huge number, 66 percent, um, that would mean that it's not just conservatives along partisan lines thinking that way. It would have to include yeah, Liberals, NDP, right. Bloc Quebecois, Greens, you know, you name it. Um, so, mm -hmm. I mean, just on the basis of the number itself, um, you mentioned the NDP doing something. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? If a jug meat <laughs> uh, grew a set instead of like condemning uh, blackface in the public square and then propping him up where it counts in the House of Commons, that he pulls the support saying uh, and, and a perfect way too. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not what I signed yeah. up for. I didn't know about Chinese collusion. Uh, I, right. I, how can I support this man in good faith? Uh, but one thing, Drea, that would interfere with the timeline of Jugmeet getting his full government pension. He's got to wait it out <laughs> until 2025. That's the six-year benchmark. So Mr. Rolex, yeah. Mr. BMW M3. Oh, yeah, he's really concerned about climate change with that um, Bavarian muscle car that he drives around with. Uh, yeah, I don't see him... Uh, getting that come to Jesus moment anytime soon. What a disgrace. And um, we should also talk about uh, a Toronto MP. That would be Han Dong. I know there's a punchline just dangling over home plate, but I dare not say it. And uh, why don't we do a little video, a uh, little video flashback to 2020 uh, with uh, Han Dong uh, talking about, oh, I almost forgot about this scandal, the wee scandal. <laughs> There's just so many, yeah. I can't keep track of them. Why don't we run this clip and come right back with your thoughts, Drea. Our goal here should not be to find guilt for guilt's sake, to, to find harm for harm's sake, or to tear down simply for the sake of political advancement. Our goal here, Chair, should be to do no harm if not harm need to be done. You know, it almost sounds like he's reading something what? out of a fortune cookie. I mean, <laughs> look, <laughs> guilt for guilt's sake works for me. If the person's guilty, what, what, what is he actually saying there, Drea? Yeah, it was definitely like he was speaking in a riddle there. And... And I think there's some interesting things about him as well. I think Ezra mentioned it in our chat that he was kind of nowhere to be found on certain vo votes that took place in the House for one, I think, was the vote on whether or not what's happening. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> interrupted but uh whether or not uh you know the atrocities happening to the uyghurs was in fact genocide he was nowhere to be found i believe on oh, that no. so yeah 
You're 100% right, uh, Drea. Uh, Han Dong turned into Speedy Gonzalez, and he got <laughs> his butt out of the House of Commons so he'd be absent for that vote, neither the right. vote for or against. But well, can you blame him? I mean, if his sugar daddy are, you know, is the Beijing Mandarins, well, uh, why are you going to offend them? Why are you going to call, oh, I don't know, a genocide a genocide? Uh, so he'd rather... Um, you know, default that one. Absolute disgrace. Uh, and by the way, I understand next Wednesday, I think it's from 4 till 5, outside his constituency office, if you're in the greater Toronto area, there's going to be a demonstration uh, taking place. Um, not that I imagine uh, Han Dong to be within 200 square kilometers mm -hmm. of that demonstration. No, uh, none of the... I don't know about out there, but out here, none of them are coming to their offices. Our taxpayer dollars are going to these offices that every time I go somewhere or even walk by them, even if it's not a protest, no one's there. No one's working there. They're all working from home. Uh, gone are the days since COVID uh, where a citizen can just walk into their MLA or MP's office. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, we're not that far away. Our studio, that is, from... Uh, Marco Pinocchio, I mean, Mendicino's office, um, in uh, which is around uh, Bathurst and Lawrence. And there are people there, but they keep that door mm. locked and they bark mm. at you through the intercom to send questions <laughs> via email, which they never answer. And I bring up uh, Marco Mendicino. He is the public safety minister. Uh, this is indeed a matter mm -hmm. of public safety. Why isn't Absolutely. he uh, doing something? But we know where his alliances uh, run. Uh, I don't, I, I'm, you know, I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I just wonder if it means that eventually CSIS or the RCMP have to follow through with charges if they have so much evidence that the law, the actual law of the land is being broken. Maybe that's what's needed. Forget about public inquiries. We saw how well that worked with the Emergencies Act, didn't we, Treya? It was shocking, exactly. but not surprising. So I'm not sure right. I, I Maybe I trust one day, it. one day. Yeah. One we do day. have a chat I'm going to quickly read. And for those of you just tuning in, if you want to support the independent journalism that Rebel News does and also weigh in to the news we're sharing, you can do so at Rumble or Odyssey by doing a live chat and a donation of $5 or more. Fraser McBurney says, my best friend is Chinese and one of the best thing we have is the same birthday. Uh, February 26. Oh, happy belated birthday. Just 20 years apart. So I think that was more in response to us saying this isn't racism, just wanting to know these answers. Yeah. It, it, in, in fact, Dre, it, it should be irrelevant to say, you know, my best friend is Chinese. My favorite cuisine is Chinese. <laughs> That's irrelevant. <I> <laughs> the, 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 this is not about the people of the nation of China interfering uh, or Chinese Canadians. This is about Beijing, the government, the communists trying to tip mm -hmm. the scales. So uh, I, I see what Fraser's saying, but uh, li like I said, uh, the truth of the matter, whether you have Chinese friends or not, uh, should come forward sooner more than later. All right, are we moving on to my favorite oh, topic? Oh, I thought we might have another um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, chat. Oh, no, but... no, that's that. Okay, and it's not well, my favorite topic. It's the topic where I, I want to gouge my eyes out all the time. <laughs> oh, no, don't um, do that. <laughs> 
Well, it's just, you know, the clown world, it just keeps spinning. Um, so over, I'm trying to find somehow I've gotten sent out of here. You might see the title of the headline faster than I do. I'm in the wrong spot. There we go. Thank you. So uh, it looks here. So a sex education is suspended in Isle of Man. So that's in, I think, the Irish seas. So a school there after drag queen guest speaker tells 11-year-olds there are 73 genders. Now, I'm just going to pause there for a sec because I do a lot of reporting on the sexual ideologies and indoctrination happening to kids. When did it get to 73 genders? Who comes up with this? It's like overnight this is happening. Um, but basically... The article says that this disturbs students. It traumatized them to a sense, especially after one of the students was ordered out of the class by the dry queen because they said, well, there's only two genders. So now you have these radical sexual orientation presentations and things like that happening in schools. And all of a sudden, the drag queen is not only, you know, normalizing the life of drag for these kids, but now they're the disciplinary. They, they're saying it's 73 genders. You don't agree with me, kid. Get the heck out of here. Like, this is nuts. But kudos to the parents that got together and, and complained about it and had more success than it seems that Canadians are having when they do so. Um, and it says, so the school has suspended its sex education curriculum after the drag queen guest reportedly told pupils that there were 73 genders and made the child get out. And an independent review has been launched into Queen Elizabeth II High School in Peel after year seven children were left traumatized after being taught about sex change operations and sexual acts. So the review of the school's personnel, social health and economic curriculum led by the island's government comes after parents raised concerns about the lesson. So, I mean, that's good that this is going under review. How it works in British Columbia is you have our sexual orientation curriculum, which is SOGI 123, sort of pre-approves pre all of these and it, it's just a business. It's not like it's a government thing. It pre-approves all these resources and then the teachers and the educators can just put them in. So there needs to be some sort of review done so that these situation aren't, situations are not happening. I think we have a little, you want to add something to that? And then we have a little clip that kind of just shows what's happening here. Well, indeed, uh, Drea. First of all, I want to correct you. You, you said uh, I had you had no oh. idea when it got up to 73 genders. I would say that's oh. a downsize the number. I've seen 84, <sighs> I think 112. Um, and I'm not trying to be funny. I, I mean it. Uh, and, and, and I remember the Elementary School Teachers Federation of Ontario uh, was proposing this nonsense uh, some five years ago. Yeah. In fact, if our producers can find the clip of poor Stephen LeDrew, the former Liberal Party of Canada president on Tucker Carlson tonight, um, uh, advocating this and uh, advocating that Canada had free speech and tried to define one of the genders um, and ended up, well, you <laughs> guessed it, losing his job at Bell Media. Oh, I love it when they eat oh, their own. Oh, goodness. Uh, but, you know, the yeah. most compelling thing about this, Drea, is that especially during the last three years, how many times were we told, follow the science, follow the science? That meant social distancing. That meant wearing a mask. Exactly. That meant not congregating. That meant eventually right. double jab plus booster. Follow the science. Here is a student in that class, an 11-year-old, who says, 
there are two genders. That's the science. But as that Josh is? Alexander, who goes to a Catholic school in Renfrew, Ontario, discovered, um, well, you know, when he was standing up that there's two genders and that there was some male students pretending to be females so they could get into the girls' washroom and be voyeurs to uh, the girls in the stalls, which is absolutely disgusting and despicable. Mm -hmm. He gets suspended when he shows up at school. He gets arrested, yeah. Drea. This isn't just mm -hmm. Catholic doctrine. This is scientific doctrine. I don't care yeah. if you want to dress up as the opposite sex, get hormone shots, uh, slice and dice mm -hmm. your genitalia. At the end of the day, you're a guy pretending to be a woman, a woman pretending to be a dude. That's it. That is the science. Yeah. And for, uh, you know, getting on the science train, this kid gets kicked out of class. This is insanity. Yeah. It is. It is insanity. And it's not even quality education. Again, these kids are in school. They're supposed to be getting prepared academically. And then you have, they're learning, what, sex acts? I mean, look at this clip here. If you guys have it, it's uh, from Twitter. The drag queen is talking to kids. They look about two years old. Can't even add two plus two together. And he's talking to them about twerking. This is what he's educating the kids about. Oh, no. Be Michael went on to do great things. He taught twerking in schools. He started a new fitness phenomenon called Twerk to 20. No one's, no one's sure if it works or not, but they give him money for it anyway. And he became the first Olympic athlete to win a gold medal for twerking. Michael was a national hero. All because he followed his heart. All because he was true to himself. Well, Drea, I, I'm sorry. First things first. What parent allows yeah. their children of that age to uh, basically uh, pretend they're at a gay bar watching a drag queen uh, perform? Yeah. Uh, I question and they're the laughing. parenting skills. You can hear them laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I I can't even explain that. And maybe there's some people at this point going to these events because they think they're standing up for the LGBTQ community. They saw headlines that this is all about hate. So they come there. What at, at that point, why are you not standing up and getting out? You're laughing. Like, this is insane. And now you have these little kids go, mommy, that whole story. He talked about twerking multiple times. Now these kids are going to say, mommy, daddy, what's twerking? Like, how do you explain that to kids? This it, is child grooming. This is normalizing this stuff for babies. It's it, sick. It's and then you, meanwhile, in, is it Calgary? You have Pastor Derek Reimer getting arrested because he's saying, you know, enough is enough. This shouldn't be happening, especially on taxpayer dollars. And, you know, he's got his right to practice religion. He's going in and the police show up at his door and it looks like he was arrested. I think we have a clip of, of that. And that was a public library, I believe. Yeah, let's yeah. show that clip and uh, uh, see how he was treated. Hello. Derek? Yeah, hi. Derek, I'm Consul Master of CPS. Can we talk about what happened on the weekend? Um, why are you showing up at my home? Why, why are you showing up at my home? Yeah, you guys you could call me and we could... You could have called me. I've been trying to. When? This morning. Yeah, what time is it? No, she's okay. 
We need to talk about what happened on the weekend at Seton, right? Why do we need to talk about it? Because you're going to be arrested for it and charged. Okay. So we can, we can go deal with it this morning, or I can just put warrants out for you. Charged with what? Mischief and causing disturbance. Okay, let me uh, let me get dressed. Okay, you good with that? Just give me a minute, okay? Yeah, you betcha. Thanks, pal. Um, Drea, I, I agree that police involvement was called for, except they went to the wrong guy. If we have the video of <laughs> yeah. what happened, yeah. At, yeah. <laughs> you know, the love Trump's hate community uh, supporting mm -hmm. this perverse drag queen uh, performance in front of minors. They were the ones throwing haymakers and knocking uh, Pastor Reimer <laughs> to the ground. Why aren't the cops uh, going uh, there? Uh, in fact, uh, just to back up what I'm saying, in case you don't believe me, folks, I think we have some uh, video of that. Let, let's check out that evidence. Yeah, who, who are those men throwing him out? Who are yeah. they? We are now calling the police. Stop. 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 We have the police coming, so it is your choice to leave or deal with the police. Very abusive in there. We are going for love is love. That was like very hateful, very abusive. Why are you disrespectful? Because it's wicked. It's only just in there. Yeah, you know, Dre, I might be wrong, but that looks like the uh, textbook definition of assault uh, when you throw somebody to the ground. And let's keep in mind that was a public library, I understand. So it's taxpayer funded. He has every right to be there. Um, why aren't the police investigating uh, the drag queen people? who profess love, but by their actions, demonstrate otherwise. I don't know. I, I mean, in that clip, you can't see what just happened before, but he's holding on to the door. So it looks to me as though they were pushing him out. I'm sure he was saying what he had, came to say, and they actually pushed him out. So you're right. Is there an investigation happening there? Are the police going? It seems like it was very early in the morning and showing up and arresting them as well. My other question is, th is this going to be the next slew of pastors of Christian pastors we start to see getting arrested in Canada, maybe even in prison. Is it going to be the ones that are starting to say, this has gone too far with what you guys are doing to the kids and start coming and speaking about this? Um, are we going to start to see them being imprisoned in Canada? You know, um, yeah, I think they might be. Uh, you know, Dre, to the point right here, um, I don't even know exactly how this became a thing, drag queen story time. I mean, you know, I first heard it about five years ago. I think it was the Kingston mm -hmm. Library. We were going to go and check it out. We thought it was preposterous. Um, it was sold out. Uh, again, mm -hmm. I question parents uh, bringing yeah. their, their children to such a thing. But it's gone from that, and a statistical anomaly, to it's almost as though, Drea, if you're a library or a shopping mall, uh, and you don't have drag queen story time. Yeah. Oh my, what a weirdo. How come you don't have mm -hmm. drag queens addressing the kids? Uh, it, it's incredible. And I think at the end of the day, this is all about Marxism writ large. Mm -hmm. This is all about tearing down society, building it up 
in a Marxist utopia, which of course never uh, comes to uh, truism. And let me put it this way, Drea, if I said 10 years ago, no, even five years ago, you know what, Drea? I'm gonna have society uh, framed in such a way that not even a U.S. Supreme Court judge, a female judge at that, will be able to define what mm -hmm. a woman is. Would you have taken me on that yeah. bet if I proposed that five no. years ago? You probably would. No, and just and, and look what's look happened. How far it's come. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have believed that in just a few years ago. And and like we just said, now it's seventy plus genders. Of course, you can't define if if this is what kids are being taught. Of course, they're not going to be able to define a woman and a man. You know, forget the science. So, and that's another thing that puzzles me is you're right. Just a few years ago, the vast majority of people would think that this a isn't okay. It's not acceptable. It doesn't make sense. How do we progress this fast into throwing people out who have that view, physically yeah. throwing them out? And the age of the audience, Drea, I mean, 11 years old. Um, I'm thinking back yes, when I was 11 years old. If, if I was learning about the 73 genders, and I know one uh, is pansexual, my first thoughts mm -hmm. would be, what, somebody likes to have sex with pans? Like cooking pans? Mm. I mean, like, yeah. you know, that's how an 11-year-old yeah. thinks. I mean, think Beavis and Butthead. I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? 73 yeah. different genders. I, I, absolutely unbelievable. And uh, I, I think what we have to do is to take a stand against this kind of wokeism. Uh, because mm -hmm. I even know, because uh, you mentioned the LGBT community, we, we should say, Drea, there are gay men... Yeah lesbian woman, even drag queens saying Trans this as well. is not right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that community. They're using that community. We've seen this many times before. Uh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. It's not that community that's pushing this. It's radical, as you said, Marxists and sex activists that are just running with it and using that community to do so. In indeed. In fact, have you noticed a trend recently, Drea, because uh, it was pointed out to me, whenever you see, um, and it doesn't have to be a drag queen story event, it has to be any kind of demonstration that will attract Antifa. Well, you know, Antifa yeah. is a bit of a hard sell in certain circles, uh, even with those who are sympathetic to their goals. So what they mm -hmm. bring now is not the Antifa flag, and there is one, they bring the rainbow flag. Because you couch yourself yeah. in that rainbow flag, and um, it, it's like Superman's indestructible cape. Uh, you you can yeah. you cannot be harmed. Like yeah, because you're going to be uh, called a homophobe, a transphobe. You know the drill. So it's very interesting to see people who aren't of that community, who are all about anarchy and uh, mm -hmm. fascism, not anti-fascism, despite their title. Mm -hmm. They bring around along this flag all the time uh, because it's kind of like their get out of jail free card, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it is. And I guess that they've caught on to something because it seems to be working. Yeah, that's why if yeah. you um, check out Ben Bankus for mayor, uh, he's got <laughs> something on social media. Uh, him and his assistant are at Nathan Phillips Square and even though their uh, quest for mayor and their platform has nothing to do 
um, with transgendered people. Both Ben and his assistant are waving the trans flag, the baby blue and pink and white flag. <laughs> because like I said, it's Superman's cape. You can't criticize Ben, because <laughs> if you do, you're a transphobe. Uh, actually, right. I think we might okay. have uh, a, a clip of that. It looks like the most recent one. Shall we run that, guys? To be starting a new woke monarchy. You will only be allowed to do Uber Eats in Toronto if you are white. As mayor of Toronto, we're gonna be starting a new tax on all companies that make any profit. If you make anything over what you need to make to pay your bills to keep your business open, you will be taxed 100%. And that's sent straight to the World Economic Forum for your safety. My dad. Save money, cut out the middle, man. We're gonna be starting a new World Economic Forum tax in the city. So all goods and services will now have an additional 15%, 17, 19, 30% tax on all goods and services will now be going to Klaus Schwab. Vote Ben Bankus. All the other candidates are racist. <laughs> See, Andrea <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do with transgenderism, but fly the trans yeah. flag. Uh, that's yeah. your cloak of invulnerability. And also, tell me, what do you think his assistant, with a little bit of makeup, could he pass himself off as Justin Trudeau? I think there's an uncanny resemblance there. Oh man, that's, that's not so nice. <laughs> that's not so nice. I haven't looked at the comments of that ad there, but what's really alarming on some of the other ads is this is so normal now, this type of talk and wokeism that people aren't even laughing. They're like, they they can't tell if this is joke, if this is true, if this is a serious campaign. Um, so anyways, that's, yeah. that's a lot. Well, I, I can hardly wait for the by-election for mayor of Toronto. It'll be interesting oh, yeah. to see who comes out. Um, it's gonna be a circus. It'll also be fascinating, Drea, to see when the debates are taking place, who gets to choose, who gets onto that platform and why. Uh, that's mm -hmm. talk about electoral interference, especially when it mm -hmm. comes to the elites. That is another disturbing trend of uh, not oh, having yes. the voices of others heard. And yeah, even if you're a clown candidate, a stand-up comedian, I don't care. Your opinion is just as valid as yeah. anyone else. And if you've paid the fee to register and run for mayor, uh, you should be entitled to do so. Uh, because I we've uh, advertised that we should get to, I see that... Um, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Zelensky uh, was addressing the uh, was it the UN uh, or or NATO? Um, I'm not sure which. We're talking but about NATO. NATO. Okay, uh, then. And um, okay. this man was claiming it's dangerous for Americans to question the amount of aid being given to Ukraine because if Ukraine loses, Russia is going to enter Baltic states and so on. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure I appreciate being dictated to that way, by the way. I, mm -hmm. Especially us, Drea, our business, well, it is asking questions, but you know, yeah. Zelensky knows best. And if you dare uh, criticize him, I guess you're a Ukraine phobe. Let's run that video. And uh, uh, I'm actually very happy that we have bipartisan support, but uh, we keep hearing those messages from time to time and they're dangerous. 
Uh, there are political leaders that are elected by people, and if this issue is raised, uh, those political leaders need to be responsible and cautious because people are looking at them. Who wants a third world war? Would anyone uh, risk? Would anyone be willing to accept that risk? The U.S. is never going to give up on the NATO member states. If it happens so that Ukraine, uh, due to various opinions and weakening and depleting of assistance, uh, uh, loses, Russia is going to enter Baltic states, NATO member states, and then the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war, and they will have to fight because it's uh, NATO that we're talking about, and they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Well, thank goodness he added in that God forbid caveat. <laughs> yeah, your thoughts on what he just said? Well, I think it's a lot of you better, uh, you know, come to our aid, give us money or else your kids are going to die. I mean, that's really the message there. Um, I th I'm glad that we showed more context to it because I do know that a shorter clip is going on. I don't even think God forbid is added in there. So he is speaking hypothetically here. Um, but yeah, you have to ask questions. And he's saying sort of his his. I think it's a lot of fear, right? It's it's do this or else. And I don't know, has he looked at the U.S. lately? Isn't it, uh, uh, aren't you a toxic male if you want to fight and defend your country? I don't know if we have a lot of uh, kids to do so. Well, Drea, you're a mother. I'm a father. Um, yeah. I do believe in such a concept as a just war. However, if this did escalate, would you want any of your children to be conscripted to go over to Ukraine to fight that war? Uh, I can tell you, for me, not a chance. No, and I don't think uh, Americans want that or Canadians want that. But he, according to him, is saying you have no choice. This is what's going to happen if you don't get on board with basically what we're saying now. Yeah, it, and, I, and I say that in the context, Rhea, that it is undeniable that Russia was the aggressor. They went into Ukraine just over a year ago. However, the idea of um, depicting Zelensky as the uh, second coming of uh, Jefferson or Abraham Lincoln, uh, no, it, there's no vibe there. Uh, he is a dictator of a different sort. He's not that far mm -hmm. removed from Putin. He shut down democratic rights. He's, he arrests so-called enemies of the state. I know that's very unpopular to all the people putting the flag of Ukraine uh, on their social media memes and driving around uh, with that flag. And by the way, I really wonder, you know, if that's really... Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's very easy in terms of support uh, to, you know, put a car flag, uh, the uh, blue and gold car flag on your vehicle. But um, mm -hmm. I wonder if even these people would sign up to go overseas to fight this war. Um, I, I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, would they sign their kids up, um, which is essentially what's being said here. So I highly doubt that, too. Hopefully we don't have to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
In any event, why don't we throw to our last ad break and we'll come back. We'll see if we have any more chats and uh, then we'll just wrap up hopefully something on the lighter side. Oh, that would be Greta Thunberg getting arrested <laughs> again. <laughs> If you want to look good and shine like me, you can do so at our store. Go to ribbonnewstore.com. On this website, you have so much different style to wear as this one, my favorite one, Justin Castro. With my code Alexa10, you will have 10% off on your next purchase. So don't hesitate, go now and look so good like me. Well, since it is um, National Compliment, or sorry, World Compliment uh, Day, uh, I will compliment our beloved colleague, Al Alexa Lavois, uh, kind of looking like a Gap Girl model, uh, Quebec style, <laughs> with that beautiful Rebel News uh, merch that you can wear for yourself, folks. Um, as yeah. I promised, uh, why don't we see the latest in terms of uh, Greta Thunberg? She just loves being in the news, doesn't she? And uh, evidently, goodness gracious, she was arrested. For what? Well, Again. let's take a look. Well, oh, you gotta uh, play a little longer than that if you can, like just a few seconds longer, because I think it's really important to see what happens after they put her down. If you can, I don't know if you have that clip, but they put her down, and then a, a woman just puts her arm around her and she just walks out with her. Look, look. Yeah, it's 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 kabuki theater. You know, if if the police wanted to really piss off Greta Thunberg. They wouldn't arrest her. It, it, I, I didn't actually see any handcuffs going on. It looks like uh, no. they gave her a free ride uh, to, the, to the curb by uh, literally carrying her. <laughs> but if they really wanted to bother her, they would ignore her. This is an attention seeker. This was the goal of her being there was to do this kabuki theater where I'm being dragged away by these mean law enforcement uh, people. Right. Uh, I, I've even lost sight of the message. It had something to do with a wind farm, I believe, in Norway. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused about that. So now <laughs> the wind farms are being attacked too. Like, you know, they're coming from their own. So I'm confused about that. But it, it looks to me like somebody who, um, some sort of royalty that doesn't want to get their shoes dirty in the puddle. That's what they were doing to her they carry her over there and and you're right if they really wanted to act on this how come she's not getting a knock on her door the next day after these protests um from police coming to arrest her and, and what is the goal here besides photo ops and and great video clips um 
you know, is it for young people to sort of start to believe that it's it's totally okay to protest in a way that's going to get you arrested? Um, because this is happening, you know, back to back, basically, we're seeing it happen. Um, and detained. Yeah, that's so funny. She just walks off hand in hand. It's just unbelievable the clown world keeps spinning it is and speaking of clown world why don't we uh wrap the show with one last video it was a very important announcement drea by president joe biden uh regarding the (laughs) nursing profession or something let's listen to sleepy joe in all his glory (laughs) nurse named pearl nelson military she come in and do things that i don't think you learn in medical school nursing school She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had, the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. Is this the president weighing in on nursing, Drea, or is this like a... Um a first draft of a porn script. I mean, uh, breathing in his ear, pillows. I mean, what, what? Now I'm going to be serious. Here's the serious question. What in blue hell was he talking about in that? (laughs) (laughs) Not only that, maybe it's him trying to cover up for sniffing children. Maybe he's trying to say, hey, I wasn't sniffing the children. I was whispering sweet nothings in their ear and breathing on them just so they knew there was a physical connection between us. <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm going to make sense of it, that's the sense I'm taking from it. Unbelievable. As you said just a few seconds ago, uh, Clown World uh, giving the bizarro Superman a planet a run for its money. Well, I guess that wraps up everything. It's 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, far earlier where you are, uh, Drea. But uh, thank you so much for filling in for uh, Sheila Gunn-Reed. And thank you to Olivia and Ephraim behind the uh, board. And thank you to Fraser McBurney for that $5 donation. Greatly appreciated. I'll be back in this seat, I think with Sheila, tomorrow at 1 o'clock Eastern. As always, folks, stay safe and stay sane. That climate change has transformed the way we live. That climate action is is at once urgent and an enormous economic opportunity. That's what we've been driving at, that the environment and the economy go hand in hand. Canadians know this. A recent poll shows that 75% of Canadians agree that climate change is is a threat that requires urgent action. And more than half are concerned about the impact of climate change on the economy.